Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hello, beautiful human. <laughs> Dan is here. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, Stephanie Poetry here. Yeah. Hello. Beautiful human. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy that. I'm going to say that to everyone now. Please. <laughs> I, I really think it's a movement that I'm trying to start here. Mm-hmm. My, sure. my next phase of this movement is I'm going to do a clothing line that gives money to charity but it's gonna be positive affirmations yeah so like on the back of the shirt forever's like standing behind you in line it's gonna say like nice things oh that's really good actually because it's like we need that kind of positivity in this world right now dude mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree with you more mm-hmm. and to be honest like it starts i, I don't want to be like literally a bumper sticker or a kitchen magnet but it does start with a smile mm-hmm. it starts with just a simple nice gesture to somebody you don't know to kind of kick everything else off. Smiles are contagious. Truth. We're smiling right now. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> <see>, it works. <laughs> well, uh, hi, Stephanie Poetry. Hi, Zachary. You are so fascinating to me <laughs> because your music is great. Thank you. But you're also an enigma right now. Why is that? I feel like I Google you and I really don't get anything, <laughs> or at least nothing in English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I've dissected your records... I've gathered as much as I could. Mm-hmm. I know you are 19 years old. Yes, I am. You're from Indonesia. Mm-hmm. When was your first time coming to the States? Um, so I usually go every two years because that's where my grandparents live. I live in, uh, they live in Houston. Oh, cool. But this is my first time in L.A. Oh, welcome. So I'm like, thank you. It's, it's, it's great that you guys are welcoming me. You know? uh, Dan, Dan and I do it in unison every time somebody mm-hmm. new comes. <laughs> okay, that's great. Awesome. <laughs> so your grandparents live in Houston, mm-hmm. and you go every two years. How long do you spend while, like, how long do you spend in Texas? Probably, like, either two weeks or two months, depending on how hectic school is, because, yeah. you know, I go on the holidays. But other than that, I'm in Jakarta doing my thing. So... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should just like finger like peace signs up. Yeah, yeah I'm always ready. I'm just trying to not like flow over the mic. <laughs> so you're 19 years old. Mm-hmm. You were born in 2000. Mm-hmm. Were you born in May? Yes. Yeah. Good. Taurus. Yes. Cool. Me too. Yeah. Taurus uh, gang. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Again, I'm just going based on what I've been able to gather. So mm-hmm. Houston, Texas. You end up spending a lot of time there throughout your life. Yeah, only only on the holidays, you know, and like that's basically my introduction to America, yeah. in my opinion. But like, it's completely different to LA. LA's like, oh yeah, I don't see no cowboys out here. You know what I? You know what I mean? Like, so, what did you think of America before visiting? So for me, it was just like, okay, they don't look Indonesian, that's for sure. Um, but also, like, it's much more. The wind is really cold here. In Texas, it's, like, really hot. Yes. The, the wind is hot. But I'm used to that in Jakarta because Jakarta is, like, tropical. and So it's not that far off. But people-wise, everyone's, like, so ready to talk to you here. You know, I'm, like, waiting in line to get coffee, and I come out with, like, two new friends. That's what's so amazing about L.A., I feel like. Uh, yeah, but, like, you also don't know. L.A. is, like, a very selfish city. I feel like Houston is a true American city. <laughs> People really care about each other there. There's a yeah, strong yeah. Sense, uh, sense of community and it's true, it's true. camaraderie and the want to help one another mm-hmm. for purposes that are bigger than just themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like L.A. is a little bit selfish. Well, so far, I haven't met... A selfish person, I don't think so, at least. But, I mean, like, Houston is amazing and everyone's super kind. 
but uh, I go there every year, so I'm like getting used to it. New York, uh, LA is just like what I'm kind of trying to get used to now. So, what do you learn? F- how do you? How does your trips to Houston every summer, every holiday, inspire your writing and your music? Actually, a lot because your experiences as a person really depends on you know your community. And grow up, growing up in Indonesia, there's a lot of cultural differences. Um, but like out in Houston, you know, like it's, it's really different. And that kind of like difference really helps with songwriting, especially when you're trying to find ways to really show stories from like different, um, backgrounds. Cause like, I'm trying to make a song for all the kids out here, not just Indonesian kids and not just American kids. You know what I mean? And understanding that everyone comes from a different culture really helps. But what do you realize that we all share? I think... Honestly, this is really cheesy, but like, love. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm out here being cheesy, but that's no, how it no. is. Um, everyone has uh, their own way of showing their love, and it's really different. But at the same time, you know it is love, and that's basically what I'm trying to like put in all of my music. Um, that everyone shares something, whether it be, you know, like physical affection or even just like, you know, asking how your day is. I feel like that's something everyone shares. That kind of like love yeah they're like they're, those are things that weave us all together there's mm-hmm. a few other stuff too like school yeah <laughs> you know, that's school, true. family <laughs> school's really different though like How, what's the biggest difference um so there's this thing called senior seniority senioritas that's how you say in bahasa indonesia it means like the, when you're older you can like bully the bully the little, little ones wait like what? crazy it's allowed it's like it's a thing in Indonesia. It's not as bad now, and it's more of like just a respect, respecting older people kind of thing. But like here, it's like no, you can hang out with anyone of any age. But there, it's kind of like age restricted. If God. that makes sense. Yeah, like, I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. So like, eighth graders aren't going to be hanging out with fifth graders. Yeah, for sure. But even in high school, like if you're in twelfth grade, no one's going to hang out with a tenth grader. It's still that strong. And then you go to uni, and then it's super chill. What 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 changes? Everybody's still a human being <laughs> no in high school compared to university. Yeah, that is true. I I think it's just like the school culture where you feel like once you grow older, you you know you're like cooler, so they don't want to hang out with people who aren't as cool as you. <laughs> cool people only. Yeah, cool people. Only. I mean that still exists here, but the thing is, it exists within one's grade. You know. Mm-hmm. It's your yeah, own yeah, yeah. peers, your own people turning on you to make themselves feel better. Yeah. People you think had your back, and then all of a sudden, no. They're making fun of you, calling you names. It's so scary. Yeah. Pushing you. I'm not drawing from any real experience. <laughs> yeah, I was like starting to feel. Yeah, this is not okay? from my own reality. Um, you mentioned love as something that connects everybody, and love you 3000 <laughs> is that. By the way, filled with a bunch of references yeah. that connect everybody no matter where you're from. Like Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He's a half man, half robot for everybody. <laughs> you know, not just one group of people. For sure. How does this record start? So, okay, it's actually like a really weird story. I, I'm i like, I didn't sign to a label in Jakarta and I was super chill. I was doing my gap year, you know. There was no pressure for me to get big and... Uh, I was just doing a Q&A on my Instagram and I asked people to, because that's where my following largely is uh, yeah. beforehand. And I asked people to send me a word or a phrase and I'll make it into a song. 
most of what they sent was like humorous. So it was like just for fun. But then because Avengers came out the week before that, <laughs> yeah. everyone was like, I love you thousand, I love you thousand. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I made the chorus, you know, because you can only fit so much in the story. Um, but when I woke up, everyone was like, this one is lit. Can you make it into a full song? And I was like, you know what? I'm a diagnosed people pleaser. So I immediately did that. I finished the song in like two hours. And then um, I showed my mom and she was like, okay, let's record it. And then we recorded it. But then I was like, this is chill. This is for fun. So let's do everything DIY. I used my phone to record the music video with my awesome. sister. And like I got my friends to play the guitar. So everything was kind of like for fun and DIY. I wasn't trying to make anything out of it. But... Here we are. Look at us now. Yeah, yeah. It's really weird. I'm still confused. I'm like, is this a fever dream? I'm just confused. <laughs> it's it's incredible that you did everything yourself. And isn't that one of the coolest parts about living in 2019? Yeah, for sure. It's like, um, ultimately, I had help from people, but that kind of like help comes from friendships. Yeah. You know, I did I didn't need to pay like people millions of dollars to, you know, help me with this. It was just like you know, relationships that I created along the way. And I think that's really what I want to show people is that in this day and age, you can, as you know, as long as you have that creativity in you, you can do anything yourself. And that's how you can show people like your own kind of style. Because sometimes when you go out and start off in an industry, they kind of like drive you a certain way. So it's actually like super important for me to tell that to people. I couldn't echo this more. So many people stop once they have an idea, mm-hmm. right? Because they feel like, oh, not me. I can't do it. Or I need somebody else to open the door. No effing way. We have the tools literally at our fingertips right here. That was very rude of me. <laughs> right here. It exists. It's real. You can do it all. Mm-hmm. I. It's cool for a story like yours to exist today in music. Because it is kind of rare. Was this, this couldn't be the first record you wrote. So what were you doing on Instagram before this? <laughs> I was an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> were you doing covers? Um, no, I wasn't doing music at all. Like, I did uh, a song beforehand. Um, Bim Bang or Appreciate? Oh. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to throw this thing somewhere. Um you're a busy man. It's okay. I get it. <laughs> no, it's the same person. Oh. And it's like, I, like, they literally just sent me a text. Did we break up? Yes, oh my we gosh. did. We did. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, my God. Zach Sancho. Hey, beautiful human, real quick. If you're considering going back to school, you should ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits that you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University could be the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers 200 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. If you want more information, text my name, Zach, to 35517. That is Zach to 35517. So you can learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 87% of ASU grads are recruited within, 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 within 90 days of graduation. That's a big number. 87% of the graduates, they get a job in 90 days. Learn to grow, learn to succeed. 
and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU online degrees, text Zach to 35517. That is Z-A-C-H to 35517. <sighs> Knowledge is power. Zach Sancho. Bim Bang, appreciate, mm-hmm. love you 3000. What, uh, uh, what's the order? So... Uh, Bimbang. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It makes sense though. Bimbang means um, uh, like you can't choose. So when you're when you're kind of indecisive, it basically means indecisive. And it was a soundtrack for a movie in Jakarta. It was like the highest grossing movie in 2016. So no I was like, deal. what? Okay, me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it was really funny. It was uh, because my friend's mom sang the original version and she wanted me to do the cover for this second movie that's oh. how it a little bit of a nepotism but it's okay <laughs> so you so you just did a cover of an, or an already written record yeah um but we like made it into like alternative it was like really pop cool and uh so that was just like a with with my band um but then appreciate was my first single that i wrote and that was a bit more serious. Like I had a producer and I had um, a director shooting, and that was amazing. I learned a lot, but like that definitely, you know, it's not DIY. It wasn't a DIY kind of thing. Did you write the record yourself? Yes, I did. It's a great song. Oh, wait, you heard it? <laughs> yeah, I really like it. I was literally telling Ricky, Rick Dog, I oh love gosh. it. You like, like, it's really good. Yeah. I really like oh it. Too. It's it's yeah, I love how it's written. How do you write a record? Does it start in Indonesian? Do you write in English? No, that's the problem. <laughs> I write in um English, but then I know like words in Bahasa Indonesia that I can't translate. So, you know, I'm out here like translating on my computer <laughs> all the time. But I, I, I think in English, so I write in English. But there's like phrases that can't you can't translate from different like languages. So what do you do? I just try my best <laughs> to make it work. I have no idea. It just, so, yeah. When you're translating a record, do you strive for lyrical integrity or do you just strive for sound? Um, for me, it's, my dad's a music teacher and he taught me how to specifically translate because he used to do that in Indonesia. Cool. And um, basically you break down first the lines, what they mean. And if it still doesn't make sense, like, when you try to write it out, break down the whole verse, and then you can rewrite everything as long as the meaning stays the same. So you want the story to remain yeah. intact. But you got to make it rhyme. That's what's hard. You know, you, you can't always make the meaning the same when you have to rhyme. It's, it's a whole process. I don't even know. <laughs> no, that's really fascinating to me because you can't make it sound out of place, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you can't tell a different story than was originally intended. Exactly. So, do you write your records in English with that in mind, or do you just write, like, how does the record start for you? For me, usually, um, I'm in the shower, and, like, (laughs) making a melody. I usually start with the melody, and then I go to lyrics, Um, but then it also could be, like, I'm hanging out with my friend, and they say something weird, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll write that down on my phone, and then I come back to it. I'll just, like, figure it out along the way, and I usually don't finish a song completely i usually just start either with a verse or a chorus and then i come back to it i feel like it gives it more of a like a fresh so it doesn't sound so monotone in the song that's how i feel i understand that so like you you write something and then you let it sit and mm-hmm. then fresh perspective yeah what are you thinking over there well appreciate has two versions doesn't it yes it does. which one came first the english one or the english the english one mm-hmm. 
So, and then the Indonesian, we translate. I help, got help from my mom to help translate it because, like, my Indonesian's a bit funky. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first language? English. Oh. Yeah, but okay. actually, it used to be Indonesian. And then as I got to school, I couldn't speak English. So they really, like, made me just talk in English 24-7. And then I forgot it a little bit until I got into, like, middle school. And then I was like, oh, wait. Why can't I speak my native language? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, why, so, so why did you want to do two versions of the song? I just wanted to be able to reach the Indonesian audience because um, English is like a large language there, but not a lot of people understand it that much. So I wanted to be able to give the option to do both. Um, the Indonesian version, the chorus is still in English. In, in, I'm, I'm saying it in Bahasa Indonesia, Inggris. No, it's still in English. But uh, I just wanted to give that verse, like, you know, an ode to my country, I guess. So was that really, outside of the song you did for the movie, that was your first original record? Yeah. Does that get any traction in Indonesia? Does that make you any famous on Instagram? <laughs> it was, actually, um, it made people realize that, okay, she, that's, music is her passion. It's a great, like, gate for me, I feel like, because I also met a lot of people and learned a lot from doing that record. Um, but I think it was I Love You 2000 that really, like... That was it. That was it. I was like, whoa. Maybe because I wasn't trying to do anything. Like that genuine kind of feeling uh, around the song. I think that's what, you know, made it so likable. You said your dad did music or does music? Yeah, he's a he's a music teacher. He was a music teacher. Um, and he used to be an ins- like a marching band instructor. Cool. His life is like <laughs> crazy, man. I'm like out here and he always tells me like life stories. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. And now you're gathering your own. Yes. <laughs> what does your mom do? My mom is a singer in Indonesia. Cool. So I'm just like, music is, I've grown up with music. My mom is, um, I'm not trying to like anything, but my mom is actually pretty successful. And so I grew up really admiring her and her work ethic and everything she does. And that's actually what kind of drove me into music. Does she craft her records in both English and in Indonesian? No, she, she does it completely Indonesian. Um, and because that's her first language, and that's where she's based, and I think that's yeah. yeah. Was she fa- like really famous there? Yes. <laughs> cool. I don't know. It's like I want to say yes, but I I am her daughter, so it's kind of like it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Do you remember when you first realized your mom was famous? Honestly, no. I feel like I just grew up realizing it, but at the same time, it's like you don't really know how famous your parents are until you can find someone who's as famous as them, and you're like, oh, okay. She's like that. But growing up, I'm like, so are you like Beyonce level or are you just like <laughs> nobody? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> you're either Beyonce or nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what are you, mom? <laughs> so what do they think about Love You 3000? Well, th- my dad is a huge Marvel fan. Ugh. He's like, he grew up with all the comic books. And so when he heard it, he was like, oh, I love you. He's like, you're my daughter and this is why I love you. And I was like, okay, because of the song? Is that why you love me? <laughs> But uh, my mom was, she she was actually the one that really pushed me to make it into a single. Like, I did want to make it for my fans, but I was like, um, I wanted to just put it on Instagram. But my mom was like, no, like, we need to make it into, like, we need to record it in a studio and have it, like, mixed instead of just, you know, a random video on Instagram. And I was like, okay, I how, got you. Like, how did they know it could be something? I, I don't even know if they did. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, why not? Why not? Why not? Exactly. So you said it started on Instagram, right? People are giving you ideas. Mm-hmm. And then you started with what part that you let kind of... 
it was the chorus, just the um, baby take my hand. I want you to be my husband because you're my Iron Man and I love you three thousand. They take a chance because I want you yeah, want so this was, to be something straight out of a Hollywood movie. So that starts it, mm-hmm. and then you craft the rest of the record. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. <laughs> but, I'm like confused. But only after they tell you to. Yeah, because everything was really, you know, it came from a place of just having fun. We were trying to have fun, and, um, you know, I'm doing this because they asked me to, and I think because my relationship with my fans on Instagram is, is like super. We're just like friends. On Instagram. And I think that's why I really wanted to do it. Got it. Mm-hmm. So you were an influencer of sorts <laughs> to have yeah. people there. Mm-hmm. And then you started just making music together. Yeah, it's actually like a collaboration. That's I, I, I always call it a collaboration between me and my fans. So, you know, I Love You a Thousand is our song. That's what uh, I say. It's our song. It's not my song. Yo, I like where we're heading. Yeah. I think every one of your records should be featuring you. Do you oh. get it? So then when mm-hmm. you read it, it's like featuring me? Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, actually, yeah. Just feet you. Yes. I think... Uh, that could even be like the title of a song. I think... Uh, I mean... You're welcome. Okay, I'll credit you. So... I'll credit. What, what have you learned from your followers? If they have such a strong hand in the creation of a mm-hmm. record like this? Just so much. I think um, what's great about my followers, like any followers, I think, is that they they will tell you how it is. Because, you know, sometimes people don't... They don't know that you read every single comment. Like, I'm the type that does. And so I, I read every single one, and they're out here, like, saying some random thing that they think I won't read. But, like, I'm reading it, and I know, okay, I see you commenting the same thing over and over again. I'm like, I don't judge, but it's cool. Uh, you know, they're, like, it's always so random. But I think the greatest thing that I learned from them is just, like, being humble. Because the thing is, there's so many people making edits of you and, drawing you and covering your song and it really humbles you down because you're like dude they really appreciate me to the point where they take time to make something for me so i'm always out here like commenting like yo this is fire hey this is awesome and i think that's really important for anyone right now to stay humble are you writing all the time Mm -hmm. how many songs do you have ready to go i oh (laughs) there's a lot like in my demo bank but um, I think it really depends on the people around me because I really trust them and what they think. So it's kind of like a process. Who's around you? Is it your mom? She's one of them. <laughs> Just like people, like my team and stuff, you know. Ooh, we got a team now. What, what, you know. <laughs> Big time. I, I think you were winking. <laughs> no, it's like there's something in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? I, is, is I Love You 3000 about you getting engaged or wanting to get engaged? Yeah, yeah, but let me, let me tell you the story, okay? Please. Here's the tea. So I didn't know what rhymed with thousand. So I was just, I went and searched what rhymed with thousand. And I found the word husband. And that's literally where it all came from. <laughs> the like, internet's great. Yeah. Writing, I was like, I don't even have a boyfriend. And I'm saying, I want you to be my husband. I'm like, shut up, Stephanie. You're so annoying. <laughs> like, who who is this? Like, you're so, what imagination, you know? It's so weird. So you took a... A line from Avengers mm-hmm. and made up a whole story about a guy mm-hmm. proposing to you. Yeah, I know it came from um, you know a dad to a, a daughter, but um, I think that phrase really lingers on people after they watch it. And I didn't want to want it to be completely like based on the movie. I needed to have some kind of like its own story yeah. that people like and like little references like the Hulk outerwear, which by the way was supposed to be Hulk underwear. 
Oh. But I changed it because I'm trying to be PG-13. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to get demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so this record is totally a life that you lived in your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> None of it from reality. Honestly, yeah, no. Just, yeah, my life is sad, guys. So if anyone's interested... <laughs> I know. hope this manifests something <laughs> for you because really this is the ultimate form of manifestation. Okay, I'm just like putting it out into the world. If there's not a man with a Hulk outerwear going after you, I don't know. <laughs> then the secret doesn't work. Yeah, the maybe song, I'm just not meant to. The, the song kind of reminds me of something Alec Benjamin would write. Yeah, that man. I love his songs. Like his songs are amazing. Jesus in LA. Yeah, oh. of course. Bruh. When I first heard it, I was like, this this is talent right here. Well, I think what I think there's a reason you brought it up. <laughs> why? No, I just listened oh. to the song and like the way you told the story, I was like it kind of reminds me of something oh. he would say or he would sing. Oh yeah, well, actually the the great story that like that's the first time someone outside of Indonesia said anything. Like oh, really? he, yeah, he actually DM'd me and was like, "Your song's awesome." And I was like, "Whoa." Alec Benjamin like <laughs> Because usually if, it, if they're Indonesian, they probably know my mom. And so, yeah. they, you know, that's their kind of connection. But I'm like, Alec Benjamin, you don't know my mom. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, so that he was... He liked the, you. Yeah. Maybe he's my... I'm kidding. But, by the way, listen to his song, You're Not Gonna Find Jesus in LA. Oh. Just saying. Okay. There's a true meaning there. You've been you've been kind of like, you know, are you trying to suggest something? Lately? No, I'm just like, go... Proceed with caution in Los Angeles. It's not like the coolest place. <laughs> okay. Everybody's like so enamored by the shiny and the glitz and the glam. And I'm like, nah, dude. Nah. Okay, <laughs> nah. I'll take your advice. <laughs> That's all I got is nah. But, but he messaged you? Message you? Yeah, I mean, because I, like Instagram is such a great place because anyone can message you. And I think it, it came from a really like awesome, like nice and, you know, just genuine kind of. He was, I don't think he was trying. So he was just being nice. No. And that's what's awesome. He is the most genuine human being. He's right. never out for himself. And he's really one of the greatest writers that my generation, maybe even your generation, will ever know. He yeah. is spectacular. Mm -hmm. I mean, dude, the depth of his records and the way he, he he's inspired by Aesop and the freaking fables. Like the mm -hmm. dude is on another level of for sure. genius. So your other records that you have chilling, are those from your imagination? Are those from your reality? I think it's a mix. Um, I'm a storyteller, so I can take any story, whether it be mine or someone else's, or just like a random one I find. Um, but I think the ones that come from my experience, they tend to be a bit more like personal and like linguistic. <laughs> But the ones that are like I Love You Thousand, you know, it's not from my personal experience. So that one is was honestly the lyrics are a bit like you know like cheesy whatever whatever. But that's that's the fun of it. I feel like so we'll see we'll see what my next if it's gonna be a true story or not. Do you write alone or do you write with other people? So far, I've only written alone. Um, but I'm always down to like hang out and just you know be a th thesaurus. Have people <laughs> help me out with rhymes and stuff. So, are you writing in Indonesia? Are you writing in LA? Are you where are you creating? Like everywhere, like in on the plane. Oh, because the flight here is like twenty one hours. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but like you yeah, sit first class. Oh no, I am not like that. <laughs> I'm I thought your mom was like, Beyonce. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not Blue Ivy. 
So yeah, it's just I write everywhere, like in the toilet, anywhere. <laughs> I'm writing here. I can, I can do it right now. I'm kidding. Yeah. But yeah. Do you poetry? That is not your real last name, or is it's that your my middle, middle name? name? Yeah. Cool. So poetry actually oh. means princess in Indonesian. That's that's why my mom. Wow. Yeah. Really? But then my dad writes poems for my mom while they were dating, so that also made it kind of. It's weird, but I like it. <laughs> do you write poems? I used to. That's how I started writing songs. I think a lot of people started writing songs when they made poems in like middle school or something. Do you remember your first poem? It was probably about like a castle. My first song was oh. about a castle and a princess. I remember it clearly. I don't remember the song, but I remember writing it. I was like seven. Where is it? I have no idea. You should find that. Yeah, I think you got a hot record in with there. like my really like bad handwriting as a kid, <laughs> like where you hold the pencil like this. <laughs> the lyrics are just all over the page. <laughs> I couldn't even read it. Like I thought I wrote something, but it's actually just like a line. A princess and a castle. Mm-hmm. Did you live in a castle? I don't think so. It was like a, a really nice house. I have three siblings, so we needed we needed rooms though, like because. Do they do music? My brother is a producer. He's a music director as well. Cool. Um, my sister, she she's like into PR, but she, um, she sings every Friday. So everyone's kind of like into music somehow you know she she sings at like a like like a live lounge in jakarta oh cool <laughs> dan's in <laughs> sounds cool to me yeah if you're ever in jakarta hit me up i will i'll take you there <laughs> what is life like in jakarta hectic <laughs> traffic is crazy and everyone's just trying to get to where they need to be so that's i think one thing everyone every time they come to jakarta they're like the traffic's crazy and yeah is the food good? I assume oh, yeah. the food is really good. It's spicy. I can't handle it, but if if you like spicy food, that's oh. where you need to go. Yeah, love spice. Mm-hmm. I live for spice. Okay, well then you should come to Jakarta. Is there an artist that you've seen in Jakarta perform that really hit you? Oh yeah, Anne Marie. Oh, she came cool. like three times already. I watched her twice, and watching, I couldn't stop looking, like just looking at her perform. She's one of the greatest performers I've ever seen, honestly. That's a statement. Amazing. Yeah. She's cool. She's awesome. Oh, I have a question. Are you a fan of 88 Rising? Mm-hmm. What is 88 Rising? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? So 88 Rising is a, it's a, it's a label, uh. but it's specifically like their aim is to get Asian talent out into the, like the world because in pop culture especially, it's very like Western based and oh, they yeah. really want to like make sure that Asian talent is also showcased. They have Rich Brian. Oh, cool. Yeah. Joji. Joji. Nikki. Cool. Nikki. Ah. Keith Ape. Every, like, there's so many good people there. Dude, that's really <laughs> cool. We have we have records sitting on a hard drive somewhere. Do we have a release date on any of it? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. But um, the thing is, like, we're trying to make it super genuine and super. Like, we're not trying to force anything. I think that's really important, especially right now. You don't want to force music out. You kind of want to take things very organically because that one makes it like sound genuine and people enjoy it more. Yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. Love you 3000. Iron Man. Are you my Iron Man, Zach? I mean, Ooh. maybe. Okay. I mean, it's you're, fire. <laughs> you're, <laughs> it is fire. Get a fire <laughs> extinguisher. Put me out. Blow me out like a candle. <laughs> anyway, love you 3000. Put in your ears. But really, I like appreciate. That's That means a lot, like, honestly. Yeah. Good wow. record. Thank you so much for 
I'm like blushing so hard right now. You can't see it because of my foundation, but <laughs> it's there. I yeah, swear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stephanie Poetry, but your real last name is Doherty. Do- Doherty. I say Doherty, but it's like Irish. So it's like Doherty or something. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It's, Irish? it's like I think so. It's like from like mm-hmm. an Irish. I have no idea. It's like my last name being Sang, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's like it's very not American, but it's. American. Doherty. Doherty. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie Poetry Doherty. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you for having Thank me. You. Appreciate <laughs> your energy. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.